Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. So there is a situation in the National Football League that apparently is not what it seems. We'll get into that for you coming up here in just a couple of moments from now. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. You can hang out with us, as always, on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on hundreds of affiliates all across the country and wherever the hell you are, making us a part of your Saturday morning into the afternoon. We appreciate you doing so, and we do it all live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. So I got to tell you a little story because Easter's coming up, you know, a little over a month away. And I want to tell you a little story about this time of year and being at a mall when I was a child. And I don't recall the exact age. I want to say I was like 10 or 11 years old. And so when you're 10 or 11 years old and a little bit younger, around this time of year, You're waiting for the arrival of the Easter Bunny. For most of you, Easter Bunny shows up, drops some eggs in the yard. You know, sometimes they're the hard-boiled eggs that you guys uh, died the night before. Sometimes they're the plastic ones with the grass that is designed so that if dogs eat them, it's easily digestible. How do I know that? Because my dog would usually go in, break the plastic eggs open, eat the jelly beans, And whatever pieces of change were in there, and next thing you know, his feces was wrapped in that plastic green Easter egg stuff, that grass stuff. It was just bizarre. The whole thing was bizarre. 
I, it looked like, you know, somebody had tied up, you know, his his leftovers and just thrown them in the yard as some sort of a torturous act. It wasn't at all. He just wanted to get some jelly beans. But that's how it goes. And so this time of year, everybody's waiting around for it. You start to see the Cadbury cream egg commercials. You start to see all the, uh, you know, the, the peeps conversations pop up. But let me tell you why this reminds me of something that's happening in the NFL. As a child, about 10 or 11 years old, I go to the mall. The Thousand Oaks Mall, right? The Oaks Mall in Thousand Oaks, California. And I remember seeing the Easter Bunny or somebody who was portraying the Easter Bunny at the mall and people were taking pictures. And then I watched him walk away and go into the back room. And I kept watching the back room. And at first sight, all I saw was the Easter Bunny, And then somebody opened up the door again to come out and, like, grab a mop or do whatever they were going to do. And there's the Easter Bunny with the hat off sitting next to him on the side, puffing away at a lung dart. Because that was back in the day when you could be able to smoke indoors. There would be smoke rooms, like break rooms you could just light right up. So imagine the shock and awe that I realized, oh, that's not the actual Easter Bunny. That's somebody portraying the Easter Bunny. And if you're a little one listening to this show, don't worry about it. The Easter Bunny's real. He's coming in like a little over a month. I got you covered. He or she, whatever you want to call it, I got you covered here. But this guy, this degenerate, this slob, sitting there on a bench with the head to his right and like a Marlboro light in his hand just puffing away. And I thought to myself, what he presented and what he actually is are two completely different things. One is gentle and comes with gifts and is kind and doesn't talk. And the other one is sitting away with a lung dart in a break room at a mall in the middle of the afternoon on the weekend. It's strange. But that was one of my first lessons that what you present and what you actually are could be two different things. I say all that to say this. When I watch Bryce Young play, call me nuts. The first thing that comes to my mind isn't, wow, he's really small. It's just not. I watch Bryce Young play and I go, that dude's fantastic. Bryce Young is absolutely fantastic. There's a reason he won the Heisman Trophy. There's a reason he's won as many games as he has. I got news for you. Those losses Alabama suffered that caused them to not be part of the conversation when it came to a national championship this past year, those losses, those weren't on Bryce Young. Bryce Young played his ass off. But when I watch Bryce Young play, I don't think small quarterback, he's going to get injured. I don't think any of that stuff. I just think that guy's the best quarterback in college football and he's probably going to go number one overall. Yet now Bryce Young shows up to the combine in Indianapolis and the measurables are out. He's like 5'10 and 1'8", which is the same as Kyler Murray. He weighs 204 or 5 pounds, which is 10 pounds more than what Alabama had him listed at. And by the way, how about Alabama telling everybody Bryce Young was six foot 194. Talk about trying to cover your own ass. Alabama goes, well, he's six foot 194. No, he's not. He's 5'10 and 1'8". Well, you're right. We may have rounded up there, but at least we rounded down on the weight. So that was accurate. Okay. Well, I guess it's all fair now. Got it. Okay. Understood. 
we're good now. At least you lowered the weight and increased the height. And then we come to find, oh, it's a pleasant surprise. He's like 10 pounds more. Now, is he going to pack on more weight before the season starts? Probably. You'd assume so. I don't know what that entails. You want to go a rifle back two, three cheeseburgers an hour and then figure that whole thing out? That's fine. John Jones is fighting later on tonight. And some of the reviews on his physique at going up to heavyweight are eh, a little bit mixed. A little bit mixed. But point is, here we are. And people are fixated on the height for Bryce Young. And I got to be honest with you. It doesn't bother me. And I don't know what it is. When I watch Kyler Murray play, Kyler Murray struck me as somebody who was small. Like, I look at Kyler Murray and I go, oh, he's small. Like, he's fast. He's like the videos of those UFOs that are out now where they dart across the screen. There's like this tic-tac-toe video, like this tic-tac video in San Diego where they filmed this, this, this flying object and it was darting up and around the screen. Kyler Murray reminds me of that. When I look at Kyler Murray, I go, oh, okay, he's small. When I look at Bryce Young, I I just don't see it. That's not what I come away with. And I'm not saying that they're lying about the measurables. He's small, no matter which way you slice it. But I watch him play, and the first reaction for me is, that guy's fantastic. It's like Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson is an undersized quarterback. He's a little bit bigger than Bryce Young is. But when I watch Russell Wilson play, I don't come away with he's small. Now, up until last year when I watched Russell Wilson play, I came away with that guy's going to be a Hall of Famer. He's tremendous. And he figures out a way to make plays and keep his team in games. And now when I think about Russell Wilson, I think a little bit of a weirdo, has his own office, and a lot of people don't like him. And kind of a phony, if we're going to be truthful about it. But the point is, what you present and what you actually are could be two completely different things. When I'm sitting in a mall at 10 years old, and I think I'm seeing the Easter Bunny, and next thing you know, the guy's got a Salem regular hanging out of his mouth on a break, and he's got his hair all over the place with the head to the costume sitting next to him, that was a little bit jarring. What I saw and what was actually there, two completely different things. What you're being presented with when it comes to Bryce Young is a fantastic player. He's a fantastic quarterback. There's a reason he was the best quarterback in college football. And to his point, I've been this size for a long time. I don't know what you want me to do. So while we all want to get fixated on the numbers and this is what uh, this is what it's telling us and this is what his measurables are and this is his height and these are all the quarterbacks who haven't made it at this height and this is who he's close to in proximity and what his hand size is because he's at least he's got bigger hands than Kenny Pickett. You can focus on that all you want, but what he's presenting is a phenomenal quarterback. And 5'10 and 1'8 or 6 feet tall or 195 or 204 or whatever the hell they want to spin this as. Bryce Young is phenomenal and he's going number one in the draft. He will be the first quarterback taken. He'll be the first first player taken in the draft coming up in April. That is a fact. And it just depends on who's going to make the move with Chicago to try and get up there to focus on the player he is 
and not the height everybody is fixated on right now. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Get me on Twitter, at the Jonas Knox, at the Jonas Knox on Twitter, and you can hang out with us, as always, on the iHeartRadio app. So we are going to take you all the way up until 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 o'clock Pacific. It's a two-hour extravaganza. We're going to have the usuals. We've got another edition of Do You Care? We've also got the scraps and the same old grab as we present to you full throttle two hours on a Saturday here at FSR. But coming up next, though, there's something happening in the NFL that's not getting a lot of attention, that's not getting a lot of focus and a lot of attention from anybody around the National Football League or in the media, but we are going to give that some attention. Before we get into that tease and before we send you off to break, though, we do have a little bit of breaking news out of the world of sports, and for that, we turn it over to Brian Fenley. Breaking news from Fox Sports. Yes, Jonas, the Grizzlies are going to be keeping John Morant, their superstar, away from the team for at least, at least the next two games. This decision in response to Morant seen on his Instagram live early this morning at a nightclub holding a gun. Morant started the social media post at 5.19 a.m. Eastern time. This was hours after the Grizzlies got beat to the Nuggets, seen without a shirt on and humming humming along to hip-hop tunes. Now, this comes after the Washington Post came out with a report on Wednesday alleging two separate incidents involving Morant from last summer. One, Jonas, where he's accused of showing weapon to a 17-year-old boy when the two got into a disagreement. Is that bad? <laughs> yes. Yeah, considering that I mean, they... <laughs> look, I mean, the only thing that could make this story even worse is if, like, he, I don't know, threatened a security guard at a mall or yeah, that happened to be the other incident. Oh, my God. <laughs> but the first, the, the one I was mentioning, Jonas, was a disagreement that broke out between himself and a 17-year-old boy pickup basketball game in Morant's own backyard. Well, I mean, listen, when the, when it says take your shoes off before you come inside, uh, you know, I mean, you got to pay attention to the rules here. I don't know what to tell you. This is uh, this is an outrage. So he's flashing guns at 17 year olds. He's flashing guns on social media. Yeah. He's threatening security guards at malls. Um, yeah, probably a smart move to keep him away from the team for a couple of days. Well, let, let you figure this stuff out. Look, Memphis has got a reputation around the league as being. The real trash talkers, Dylan Brooks, has gotten under a lot of people's skin. There's been physical altercations. There's a lot of back and forth between Memphis and a lot of teams in in the NBA. And you got to wonder if John Morant is kind of leading the charge towards this rebellious bad boys a la Detroit Pistons attitude. Unfortunately, I don't remember Bill Lambeer pulling out a hand cannon on a (laughs) 17-year-old in his backyard. For some reason, I don't remember that happening. Jonas, you know, I I feel in a way that this all stems back to the grit and grind era with the Memphis Grizzlies. That's when and Clipper fans would know they were in some big playoff brawls between the Clippers and the Grizz where Zach Randolph and Tony Allen, these guys were the enforcers out there, guys you don't want to mess with. They were physical looking to, to start a fight if they had to on the court. And I feel like this might be translating itself into the next generation of Grizzly players. Like they're taking the baton, if they will. Could be. Yeah. Or 
Uh, never mind. I don't want to make that joke. Somebody would get offended by it. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, so there it is. So John Morant's going to be out for at least a couple of games. Uh, that is the breaking news out of the world of sports. It is Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio. And again, uh, you, we're going to be taking you all the way up until 4 p.m. Eastern time, 1 o'clock Pacific. Anything else that happens or transpires in this fiasco that is John Morant, whatever the hell he's doing with guns and social media and 17-year-olds and all the other fun stuff with that, uh, we'll have the very latest on those developments throughout the course of the show. But again, up next, something happening in the NFL, not getting a lot of attention. People aren't focusing too much on this as of right now, but I'm telling you, it's a big deal, and it's a sign that there's a bigger problem in the National Football League. We'll get into that for you. That's next. We don't need to bring Jonas in. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the south side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash TheShot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Coming up in a little over 10 minutes from now. From the TireRack.com studios, we are going to get into what is just, unfortunately for a lot of people, just a reality of a situation that is currently taking place in the NFL. It's just a reality. I don't. I mean, look, we can get upset about it, but these are the facts, and we'll have that for you again coming up in a little over 10 minutes from now on FSR. So there was a uh, kind of an under-the-radar story that took place in the NFL. And with the combine going on and all the other speculation, you've got where's Derek Carr going to end up. Nobody knows whether or not Aaron Rodgers is not on drugs or whether or not he's like, uh, you know, hanging out with the gopher from Caddyshack underground somewhere and whether or not he wants to come back and play. And he, he does these, these weird podcasts and like all, all of that other fun. And by the way, I support Aaron Rodgers. I've continued to support Aaron Rodgers. All right. That's my guy, but under the radar story, under the radar story, when it comes to 
the National Football League and something that has happened so far in the offseason that's not getting a lot of run. So Jerome Boger, who's the longest tenured crew chief in the league, the referee, he announced his retirement. Now you're probably thinking to yourself, eh, no big deal. He's officially retired. He's been doing it a long time. Wants to move on to some other stuff. No big deal whatsoever. Jerome Boger, not a problem at all. Huh. Well, no big deal except for the fact that he's the 10th official to walk away this offseason. Eh, you know, nah, no big deal. Just just 10 doing the same job, walking away in the same offseason. You're right. Nothing to see here. Not a problem. Pure coincidence. Just happens to be 10 people doing the same job walking away. Listen, I don't know a lot about a lot, but here's what I do know. No matter where you work, no matter what it is you do for a living, what it, where, you're listening right now in all parts of the country. If you're driving an Uber, if you're a truck driver, if you're on your way to work, if you just left work, if you work at a supermarket, if you work in a factory somewhere, if you work in, in, in a shopping mall, if you're in retail or sales or you work at a car dealership, or wherever the hell you work, whatever it is you do for work, if a large portion of the people that do your job all leave right around the same time, that's significant. That's a story. I can remember working at a restaurant and there was always quick turnover when it came to the manager position. Like every four months or less, we had a new manager. And people just kind of do, oh, okay, well, you know, they're just rotating through. They're just, somebody's going to this location. Somebody's going to that location. And it was a giant chain. We're like a well-known restaurant. A chain, corporate. And I remember having a conversation with somebody I worked with and saying, don't you think that's a little alarming if we're having that much turnover at the manager position? Like when you become a manager, that should be like a significant step in your career. And that should be where you've ultimately worked to get to. You would imagine you'd want to stick around for a while. Why are there people in that position and a new person there every three, four months? It's a little odd, especially for a corporate environment. And wouldn't you know, wasn't that long afterwards, that place went out of business. Now, I'm not saying the NFL is going to go out of business, but I'm saying when you got 10 officials retiring in the same offseason, the Super Bowl just ended a couple of weeks ago, like wasn't even a month ago. And you've got 10 officials who have walked away. You know why that's happening? Because the job sucks. It's a horrible job. And Mike Pereira and Dean Blandino were ahead of this years ago. They realized this is a no-win situation. And as, as big as the league gets and as popular as the league gets, we're going to be under the gun and we're going to be scrutinized and criticized and it's just not worth the headache. I'd rather go do TV. I'd rather evaluate calls in games during the season on a Saturday or a Sunday 
in a television studio or booth somewhere and get paid very nicely to do that as opposed to having to deal with the stress of traveling all over the country just so at best, best case scenario, only half the people hate your guts. The job is miserable. I don't know why anybody would want it. I've, I can't imagine having a conversation with somebody and them saying to me, I want to be an NFL official. Why? <laughs> what, what, what fun is that? that that's like uh, saying you want to work at, you know, Joe Exotic's ranch where they, where they pet those tigers. You saw that show. Everything was fine right up until the end when you had one lady get her arm ripped off and another guy put a blowhole in himself. On camera, but it's okay. Who'd want to work there? Like, I just, hey, how'd things end up on the show? Well, they're all meth heads. That's why he was losing his teeth. Don't worry, it wasn't like he got punched or anything. Or, uh, you know, he was out, you know, target shooting and the gun backfired into his mouth. No, 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 he was on, he was on meth. He was a drug addict. Oh, and uh, two of his workers, one guy blew his brains out and the other one got her arm ripped off. But it's fine. Everything's fine. You want to come work here? No, I'm good. Okay. Who wants, like, why would you want to be an official? It's a, it's a miserable existence. You're told every week you suck and you don't know how to do your job by people who have never done the job and are probably half in the bag when they're watching these games or they've got money on one team or they're a fanboy for one team and they can't handle the fact that their guy may or may not have had a holding call. And I'm not saying there haven't been bad calls in the NFL. There have been. And I'm guilty of focusing on the bad stuff more than the good stuff. Because the reality is they get probably 98 to 99% of these calls right. And what do we focus on? The one they don't. It's like the person in your life who only wants to focus on the negative and none of the positive stuff. Like you loan them a hundred bucks and they complain that it's all twenties. All right, sorry, sorry about that. I apologize. Okay, my my apologies. I'll make sure it's a crisp, clean one hundred dollar bill. All right, if that'll make you feel better, that's what I'll do. We all focus on the bad stuff when it comes to officiating. All of us, every one of us, does it. And so it shouldn't be that much of a surprise when ten officials walk away. And even how the story was presented is an indicator that the job sucks. When they're talking about Jerome Boger, you want to know how they point out who Jerome Boger is? They point out that Jerome Boger was the official who called the roughing the passer penalty on Grady Jarrett in the game against the Bucks and Tom Brady. Remember that one where Atlanta was making a comeback in that game and Tom Brady got taken down to the ground and there was an egregious roughing the passer penalty which extended the drive. It was a third down. Atlanta had all the momentum and it looked like they had a real opportunity to come back and beat Tampa Bay. It was a terrible call. When you think about Jerome Boger post-retirement, that's his highlight. <laughs> Not the Super Bowl he officiated. No, 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 no. And then when they did talk about the Super Bowl he officiated, guess what they pointed out about it? Not the fact that it was Harbaugh against Harbaugh. Not the fact that the Ravens won a Super Bowl. 
Not the fact that Colin Kaepernick put on a hell of a performance in the second half and San Francisco did a great job getting into that game. No, 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 no. They didn't even point out the fact that Joe Flacco won a Super Bowl and was in a contract year. You know what they pointed out? Jerome Boger, who officiated the Super Bowl, where the power went out in the Superdome. Everything's negative. No matter what you do in that job, it's all painted as negative. You know who one of the other guys was that retired this offseason? Walked away? Retired? One of the other officials? Guess what his highlight is? He was the guy who asked Mike Evans for an autograph postgame. That was his highlight. Not any of the other stuff they've done good. Not any of the other really tough calls they've made in real time that didn't need replay because they called it on the spot. No, 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 no. The guy who asked for an autograph, the other one with the egregious penalty, and the guy who called the Super Bowl that had a power outage in the Superdome. Who wants that job? It's terrible. They need to make officials full-time. Full-time? They just need enough guys to want to do the gig. It is an awful job. You do it part-time and go back to the real world and do your other jobs because it's like, okay, look, unless I work out like Ed Hockley or unless for some reason, uh, you know, I I do make a really great call that only one half of the crowd is going to like and the other half's going to be pissed, I'm not going to get any notoriety. I don't know why anybody would want this gig, and it just goes to show you, Mike Pereira, Dean Blandino were ahead of this years ago. They saw with more attention and more eyeballs and more money and gambling and everything else coming into the game, the job's only going to get worse and worse and less appreciated as time goes on. And that's exactly what's happened. It should not be a surprise that 10 officials have retired so far this offseason because they don't want any part of that crap anymore. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Get me on Twitter, at the Jonas Knox, at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. Uh, And we are going to take you all the way up until 4 p.m. Eastern time one o'clock pacific coming up next though there is a reality to the situation all right there's a reality to the situation in the nfl you may not like it it may not be one of your favorite players in the league you may not like the fact that this guy is still roaming around and still making comments and still doing interviews and all that but it is a reality of the situation you've got to get used to because i believe it's coming back for more we'll get into that for you next here on fsr but for all the latest from around the world of sports ladies and gentlemen <laughs> i present to you none other then the Stan Warinka wow. of Sports Talk Radio, Brian Finley. So impressed, Daddy. <laughs> yes, exactly. Well said. Well, hey, the... How about that, Finley? I, I, I was waiting for the uh, computer to pull up all these names I got. Well, when you said none other than, I'm like, okay, he's buying time. He's buying time, <laughs> scrolling on. down, trying hey, to find... You know, what a vamp, you know what a vamp sounds like. You're a radio professional. Yeah, Come on. Yeah. Little tricks of the trade, you know, that, that happen to be in there. Hey, the... <laughs> By the way, my favorite... Can I have started? Yeah, yeah, no, go for it. It's when, like, there's a glitch in the system or we're waiting for sound to pull yeah. up. And everybody's scrambling because, you know, there's like a technical difficulty or the sound doesn't sound right. And so the host on the air has got a vamp and you'll get like a tweet from somebody that says, dude, can you just throw to the sound bite already? What are you, what's taking so long? A, 
dumbass. We're working on it behind the scenes here. We're trying to be professional here. Do you want us to just show how everything's made? We got a glitch in the system because the buttons are wrong and we have old equipment. Is that what you want? You also want to talk about the fact. You also want to talk about the fact that the cheap asses who run the vending machine here have jacked up the prices. It's now seven dollars and twenty-two cents to get two cheese its out of a bag that's been sitting there with dust on it for six months. Jerk you want to talk about that? <laughs> Sorry. Jonas, I love how your show on Saturdays has turned into a venting session. Very therapeutic and cathartic for you, I would, I would assume. It's what I need. All right? Mm. This is what I need. A lot of people are like, why do you work an extra day? You already work all week. Because this is how I vent. It's cathartic for me. Apparently, you didn't work out this week because usually you do that pumping those those 10 iron, uh, 10, 10 iron, 10 pound dumbbells, uh, pumping the iron, I should say. Hey, there's nothing wrong with doing 10 pounds. Listen, yeah. if you got to start at 10, go to 10. You know, if you want to do shoulder flies, shoulder side raises, front raises, whatever, you can do a lot with 10 pounds. Don't worry about yeah. it. Yeah. This is Knox time right here. Yeah. Hey, the, the Memphis Grizzlies are suspending John Moran at least the next two games. That would be the Sunday contest at the Clippers and Tuesday at the Lakers. This because Morant went on Instagram Live early this morning from a nightclub with a gun seen in his hand. The high flyer was seen topless and attempting to sing along to hip-hop jingles. His teammate, by the way, according to ESPN, and now the team, the, the Grizzlies have confirmed this, Brandon Clark is not coming back this season. That would be because of a left Achilles tear. So things not going well for the Memphis Grizzlies when it comes to different news items. College basketball, number two, Alabama. Face plants on the road to number 24, Texas A&M, 67-61. Wade Taylor, the fourth, at 28 points. And Brandon Miller, who allegedly is connected to a murder weapon that did involve a crime of one of his ex-teammates. He went two of 12, did Brandon Miller, from three-point range in this game. Bricked one after another from downtown. Iowa State with an upset win against number seven, Baylor, 73-50. to Games that are happening right now. You would see number 13, Virginia, just rolling against Louisville 26-14 five minutes ago in the first half of that one. Late stages of the first half, and you've got number 11, Kansas State, all tied up with West Virginia. And late in the first half, I should say number 12, Tennessee, is up by one, 27-26 against an unranked Auburn team led by Bruce Pearl. And lastly, Jonas, out of the NFL... According to NFL Network, veteran kicker Robbie Gold has notified his team that after, and that would be the 49ers, where he has been the last six years, that he is no longer going to pursue a contract with them and wants to enter free agency. So Robbie Gold, one of your heroes, a man that pumps a lot of iron, is definitely on the way to going to another team. Let me tell you something. I know what he's setting up for. He wants to go back to the Bears. I'm telling you that right now. Trust me, he still lives in the area. He loves Chicago. He never wanted to leave. It was Ryan Pace who decided we need to really, uh, you know, fix the kicker position. So he released Robbie Gold and instead went out and paid Cody Parkey in free agency, who basically turned into Lieutenant Dan in a playoff game against the Philadelphia Eagles (laughs) uh, and, and had a meltdown afterwards and went on Good Morning America. I'm telling you, Robbie Gold wants to go back to the Bears. And if there's an opportunity, he wants to go back home. 
and he's one of the best kickers uh, in, I'm, I would call it, of all time. If you want to just look at his numbers, he's never missed in the playoffs. He's never missed a kick in the playoffs. He's fantastic, man. Jonas, you sound like such a fanboy because you forgot to tell our listeners that you are a staunch Chicago Bears That's fan. That's not true. You are such I a homer. A, I grew up a Packers fan. But you and are, I didn't, and I didn't really watch a lot of NFL growing up. I actually watched mostly tennis. Did you hear what I, I said? I thought you watched a lot of fistfights just no, 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 in no. the backyard no, that no. you set up a, a, an exhibition and you had fistfights. A- absolutely not. No, I loved a ton of tennis. I was a big tennis guy growing up. Yeah. And wrestling. No, 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 no. I mean, Andre Agassi, not Andre the Giant. I mean, that's the way I think. What about sumo? No, no. Listen, I, I'm just a big tennis guy. That's okay. why I'm, everybody's a tennis fan. Come on, Finley. Yeah. You, I'm trying to put you up on a little bit of game. It's because, that. you know, you talk about it so much on your show. I, obviously, it makes so much sense. Of course, we do, a big aficionado. we do a three-hour show. We spend the entire fourth hour talking tennis. There's nothing <laughs> wrong with that. We're trying. This is about ratings, family. Yeah. When are you going to get that? Uh, yeah. All right. Uh, it is Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. By the way, are you still overpaying for a razor in this economy? Gross! With Dollar Shave Club, you can get a top shelf shave at a regular shelf price. Dollar Shave Club is available at a store near you in the men's razor aisle. That's it. That's the ad. All right. So we're up against that. I want to make sure we can pay off the tease, though. So coming up next, I'm going to tell you in another edition of Do You Care why. A situation in the NFL isn't going anywhere. You may not like it. You may be tired of it. It's not going anywhere, and it's yours right here on FSR. This is Steve Cavino and Rich Davis, and together we are Cavino and Rich. Cavino and Rich. Thanks, buddy. Uh, that's right. Cavino and Rich, Fox Sports Radio's newest hit show, heard weekdays from 5 to 7 Eastern, 2 to 4 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Every Cavino and Rich show is available as a podcast. Just search Covino and Rich wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe. I'm such a rockin' dude. The show features our unique take on sports, injected with some fun, humor, and relatability. Listen to Covino and Rich five days a week on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Covino and Rich, give me a hell yeah. All right, it is uh, Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Coming up top of next hour, a little over 10 minutes from now, from the TireRack.com studios, there is a scenario that could play out in the National Football League, and it's a fun one. This is a fun, juicy little scenario. A quarterback going higher in the draft than a lot of people expect him to. We'll give the details on that and how that could play out coming up here a little over 10 minutes from now. But right now, it is time for a little something we do on the show every single week, and it's called this. There are so many stories in the world of sports, and most of them are a complete waste of time. TMZ reports. Now, let's get kinky. Here's some of the big stories from the last week. But Jonas, the real question is, do you care? And for that, we turn it over to our executive producer, Ryan Bershinger, who's going to be hanging out all two hours with us here on FSR and always loving every minute of it. Bersh, what do we got? Oh, boy. Well, uh, <laughs> Aaron Rodgers, hey, uh, of course. Uh, going still... to need you to uh, delay vacation another week. <laughs> Uh, Aaron Rodgers still has no decision on his future after completing his darkness retreat. Jonas, do you care? Yeah, I do. I think it's great. Yes. Hey. Keep doing what you're doing, Aaron. Go on whatever podcast you want to go on where a guy's sitting there barefoot for some reason while he's interviewing you. I don't know. Whatever you want to do. Talked about it last week. He's presenting you a, a such a different look at how you can potentially walk away or stay in the NFL than we've ever seen before. 
Never seen this before. Brett Favre did the emotional stuff and then waffled back and forth. Tom Brady came back and it was just kind of a social media post. Ben Roethlisberger hinted at retirement. All the Aaron Rodgers literally went underground, probably did drugs, and hung out with worms and gophers in a hole in Oregon covered partially in snow and still doesn't know what he wants to do. That's a commitment to the craft, a commitment to the decision. I'm a fan of it. And if you're not, tough balls, because I think he's coming back for another year. Next! Antoine Davis of Detroit Mercy is three points shy of Pete Maravich's all-time Division I scoring record. Jonas, do you care? Yeah, I do. You want to know why I care? Yeah, I love it here. I, I was kind of back and forth. I, you know, I, I was a little bit indifferent on it because it would have been nice if he broke the scoring record in season and, and did it, but he finished three points shy of tying it, and as you said, four points of breaking the record. And then when I see all of these people – complaining that they might get an invite to one of these postseason tournaments to give them another shot to try and break the record. And you see how outraged these people are. Like, oh my God, you can't do that to Pistol Pete. Oh yeah, did he complain about it or something? I don't know, what's what's the problem? Because the guy wants to play in the CBI or the NIT or the ATT or the uh, the JY. Like, what, what? who cares? If he breaks the record, he breaks the record. If he doesn't, he doesn't. What does it matter? Does it mean that Pete Maravich isn't one of the all-time great players? Who can, People get so worked up about this crap. I am outraged. Like, somebody's eventually is probably going to break records. That's how this goes. So if he wants to play in one of these tournaments, what do you care? Don't watch. Don't, don't acknowledge the record. If you, if you don't want to acknowledge the record, don't. Look, do you think I acknowledge that LeBron James has four championship rings? No, he's got three and a half. One of them was in a bubble. I don't count that as one. You have decisions you have to make as a human being, as a, as a person, all right? And me, I don't count that as a full championship. That's a half ring. They should only get one half ring. In fact, it should be half gold on top with elastic underneath. That's what it should be, the championship ring for the Lakers during COVID. That's how I feel about it. You can do the same thing with this record. You have choices here. Next. Uh, The XFL has reinstated Orlando Guardians quarterback Quentin Dormady after he allegedly provided an opponent with his team's playbook. Jonas, do you care? Yeah. You want to know why? I love it. I love it. Because I think they brought him back and they probably said, hey, thanks, man. Because this is the only notoriety we've gotten so far in the season. Their ratings are abysmal. Their ratings were bad week one and dropped 50% week two. You can't, like, I mean, I don't know if it was just maybe The Rock coming out for no reason whatsoever in a tailored jersey week one to announce the start of the season. I don't know. Maybe it was that. Remember when Vince McMahon, everybody made fun of Vince McMahon because he said, this is the XFL. This is the XFL. I'll take that over the rock in a tailored XFL jersey, given a motivation speak before week one, only to have that ratings weekend from week one turn into an absolute armpit fart and get worse week two. If I were them, I'd start telling these guys to take steroids, and I'd start telling these guys to hit up John Morant and say, hey, how do you get in the news? We need some notoriety. Next. Jake Paul lost to Tommy Fury. Jonas, do you care? Not really. I mean, look. Hey, if you're somebody like me who bet Tommy Fury to win, 
and also bet Tommy Fury to win by decision at 600 plus 600. I had Tommy Fury to win at plus 600. If you're like me, that's a big deal. Next. A man is now a Guinness World Record holder after he visited Disneyland for 2,997 consecutive days. Jonas, do you care? Um, yeah, because I think something yeah. needs to be something's got to be pointed out here. If you go to Disneyland almost 3,000 straight days, you're you you're easily the biggest loser I've ever seen in my life. Like, there's nothing else. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash the shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. So there is a scenario that could play out near the top of the NFL draft that I love more and more and the more I think about it. We'll get into that for you here coming up in just a couple of moments from now. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. You can listen to this show as always on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on hundreds of affiliates all across the country and wherever the hell you are, making us a part of your Saturday afternoon. We appreciate you doing so. We are going to take you all the way up until 4 p.m. Eastern time, 1 o'clock Pacific through the rest of the hour and we do it all live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. So there is a potential scenario that could play out in the NFL that has got fun written all over it. So we talked last hour about the measurements for Bryce Young. 5'10 and 1 eighths. 
He's 204 pounds. Everyone's doing the comparisons to, uh, is he this big? He's a slightly smaller than Russell Wilson, but the same size as Kyler Murray. You know, he's a little bit bulkier than we thought at Alabama. He's So everyone's playing that game. And my point on Bryce Young is he's going to be the first quarterback drafted. Like, I mean, we can sit here and we can try and dispute that and talk all we want. There's a reason why the money has stayed on Bryce Young to get drafted first, and the money's only grown in him being the favorite to go number one overall in the draft. So whoever moves up to number one, if it's not going to be Chicago, whether it's Houston, whether it's Indianapolis, Carolina's been rumored, the Raiders potentially, whatever the case is, Bryce Young is going to be the first quarterback taken. That's where all the money is. That's what all the odds are saying. Bryce Young is going to go number one. So on the flip side of that, although he's going to go number one and there's questions about his size, the one guy at the combine who you have zero questions about whether or not he's big enough is Anthony Richardson out of Florida. He is a house. 6'4", 244. It's bigger than Ben Roethlisberger when he came out. He talked about, you know, who he looked up to growing up, and it was Cam Newton, and you just see the size and the specs and all that, and you go, okay, I get it. I get it. The other thing about him, he's got a howitzer for an arm and can puts on shows. There's stuff from him at the Manning Academy. He's throwing the ball 70, 75, 80. He's got a cannon So all the scouts are looking at Anthony Richardson going, yeah, he doesn't have the numbers and the credentials and the accolades that some of these other quarterbacks like a C.J. Stroud or a Bryce Young have, but damn, there's a lot of talent there and a lot of potential. And there's a spot near the top of the NFL draft that if you were looking for a quarterback with raw talent that you weren't going to start right away, But you looked at him and said, that guy's got all the goods to potentially be a great NFL quarterback with no questions whatsoever about his physical traits, about what he can do from an arm standpoint. He just needs some polishing. He's raw. He just needs some time to develop, but he could be really good. If you were looking at a place that would make all the sense in the world for that type of quarterback in the draft... It's the Seattle Seahawks. Seattle's got the number five pick in the draft. Anthony Richardson, depending on who you talk to, will probably be the third or fourth quarterback going. There's some questions about, do you take him or Will Levis first? Like, like, like who, who would you prefer, him or Will Levis? Like, that's the big conversation. And there's a lot of people who are leaning towards Anthony Richardson because of his specs. They look at him and they see where he's at and they go, well, that that would be the guy that we would look at. We'd probably want to go Anthony Richardson. If you're just breaking down the way the draft looks right now, let's just do it like this. If the Bears trade out of one and whoever takes that spot drafts Bryce Young, that leaves C.J. Stroud and then Anthony Richardson. If the Bears trade back to two, With Houston, the Bears are probably going to go in a direction on defense. I would assume it would be Jalen Carter. I know a lot of people aren't going to like that, but I still don't think the situation is going to impact his draft stock. If, say, just for example, just, you know, we're just playing this out hypothetically, Jalen Carter goes number two, then you've got Arizona sitting at three. Unless somebody jumps up with Arizona at three, Arizona's not taking a quarterback, so you've got Indy at four. Indy could jump up a spot. 
there is a real possibility that Anthony Richardson is sitting there at five with the Seattle Seahawks. A Seattle Seahawks team who's already been vocal about the fact that they find themselves in a unique situation to be able to potentially take a quarterback high atop the draft because they own that pick courtesy of the diaper fire season the Denver Broncos rolled out and their former quarterback, Russell Wilson. They got that number one pick, and they're sitting at five. And they've got Geno Smith, who they love what he did last year. They love Geno Smith as a player. But the Seattle Seahawks look at Geno Smith and go, we're not going to give him a six-year, $300 million deal. It's probably going to be a shorter-term deal, or we franchise him. So if you can draft a quarterback that high, a quarterback with upside like Anthony Richardson, knowing you don't have to play him right away, because you've got Geno Smith, and he's going to play the next year or two, and you're Seattle, and you can rely on the fact that your draft class, draft class last year was phenomenal. There's a lot of discussion about what the New York Jets did in the draft last year, and they deserve all the credit in the world. It was home run after home run. Seattle hit it out of the park. Outstanding draft class. They've got some time here. They've got some new energy in the building. I think Anthony Richardson to Seattle is the best-case scenario for him. And if you look at the way the draft board shakes out, there's a real chance that could happen. And if Anthony Richardson is sitting there at five, I'm telling you right now, I believe the Seattle Seahawks are going to pull the trigger, and I think they're going to take him at number five overall. And if you're looking at the whole thing and going, well, yeah, but I mean, it's not like we could actually make money on that or anything. Ho, 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 ho. You just hold your ass right there because I got you covered. Our friends at DraftKings have a prop bet up. Which team will draft Anthony Richardson? And the Seattle Seahawks are plus 500. Five to one. A five to one payout if Seattle drafts Anthony Richardson, which I believe if he's sitting there will happen. Now, Carolina's the favorite. I don't believe he's going to be around for Carolina when they come up to pick. Because I think there's going to be some movement and some trades. Unless Carolina jumps up, maybe that's a potential. Who knows? But I think Seattle and Anthony Richardson makes way too much sense. And you can make a little bit of coin on it. Because that guy, from a physical standpoint, is unmatched in this draft. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. You can get me on Twitter at the Jonas Knox at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. So obviously it's been a really successful show so, uh, thus far. You're like, well, what are your proof? Like, what's what's the evidence? You got any numbers you can throw at us, like ratings or anything like that? No, we just got some positive feedback. I mean, you know how we do on this show. We like to focus on the positive stuff here. That's how we operate. Jason writes in this cracker ass bleep. With zero athleticism, he's a failure and a broke-ass loser version of the poser Ja Morant. You failed F-boy. This guy's a terrorist? By the way, in the tweet, he has included a picture of Ja Morant dressed up like John Wick with a hand cannon in in his right hand. So, I mean, at least it's accurate based on some of the other developments of the John Moran situation as he's been suspended by the Memphis Grizzlies because apparently going on Instagram Live and showing off your gun at 5 in the morning after a game on the heels of reports of 
you threatening a security guard in a mall and then pulling a gun out on a 17-year-old in your own home, apparently going on Instagram Live with that same hand cannon on video is not a good look for John Morant, thus he's been suspended a couple of games. Brian writes in, Jonas wishes he was an actual goon instead of a needle bleep smaller than the bleep duo of Kyler Young. <laughs> Kyler Murray and Bryce Young. He said that? Um, I mean, huh? at least it's creative. Huh? He's got a picture of Kyler Murray and Bryce Young side by side, but they, they look like little starting lineup figures from back in the day. And then he's also got a, a picture, or he's got the eggplant emoji included in his tweet. So uh, every food group is represented there uh, in that tweet. If you'd like to see the unedited versions of those and the positive feedback on this show, you can do that at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. That is at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. You don't have to follow me. I don't care. And if you're wondering, well, you do radio. Why don't you have a blue check mark? Because I'm not paying so the color blue shows up on my app. I'm not doing it. I don't care. I don't. And if they're going to charge me $8 a month or whatever it is for a blue check mark, I'd rather just get rid of Twitter altogether. But stuff like that makes it worth sticking around for. I'll be honest with you. That sort of positive feedback. So uh, we are, again, going to take you all the way up through the rest of the hour, and we'll keep you posted on any more of those upbeat tweets from fans of the show here on FSR. Coming up next, though, here from the TireRack.com studios, somebody in the NFL is definitely feeling the heat. They know their job is on the line, and we've got proof. We've got actual proof. It's yours right here on FSR. I ain't paying for that. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. From the TireRack.com studios. Coming up in a little over 10 minutes from now, we are going to have the very latest on a bizarre situation in the NFL. That now that you look back on it upon further review... It doesn't make any sense whatsoever at all on any level. But we'll get into that for you again coming up here a little over 10 minutes from now on FSR. Before we get to this story in the NFL, though, in which somebody is apparently feeling the heat, want to let you know we are brought to you by the Dollar Shave Club. Still overpaying for a razor in this economy? Gross! With Dollar Shave Club, you can get a top-shelf shave at a regular shelf price. Dollar Shave Club is available at a store near you in the men's razor aisle. That's it. That's the ad. So if you were wondering whether or not the window for the Dallas Cowboys was closing in the National Football League, you don't have to worry anymore because we're at about that point. It's happening. And people are starting to feel the heat there. They're starting to really feel the heat. Most notably, people like Mike McCarthy, the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys. Now, Mike McCarthy talked about the situation in Dallas when it comes to play calling and taking over the play calling duties and just what that's going to look like and how much fun that's been. So let's first take a listen to the Cowboys head coach, Mike McCarthy. In fact, let's not even listen to Mike McCarthy. I don't want to listen to Mike McCarthy. I mean, you know, just like who wants to listen to Mike McCarthy? Like definitely not me. That's for sure. No, absolutely not. But Mike McCarthy talked about how excited he is about the opportunity to call plays. He talked about how excited he is about taking over the play calling duties and and what they're going to do different. And then he also talked about the difference between him and Kellen Moore, the former offensive coordinator of the Dallas Cowboys. Let's just say that Mike McCarthy took a little bit of a shot 
at Kellen Moore. When it comes to the differences between those two, quote, Kellen wants to light the scoreboard up, but I want him to run the damn ball so I can rest my defense. I think when you're a coordinator, you know, but you're in charge of the offense. Being a head coach and being a play caller, you're a little more in tune with everything. So anybody that's wondering whether or not Mike McCarthy is starting to feel a little bit of the pressure and some of the heat of the Dallas Rays that are focused upon him, courtesy of Jerry Jones and company, that right there is exhibit A. He knows that was my one fall guy. I'm not going to have another one. Because what he's saying is Kellen Moore was the problem and it wasn't me. And those problems will subside because now I'm the play caller and I'm the one making the call on offense. Otherwise, what are you doing? Kellen Moore left. You guys won a lot of games together. You went to the playoffs twice. Now, the final play against the San Francisco 49ers, not this past postseason, but the postseason before, not ideal. Followed up by some not ideal moments in the game against the 49ers this past playoffs. I mean, listen, Kellen Moore and you won a lot of games together. You guys scored a lot of points. You did so under, you know, kind of difficult circumstances at times. I mean, Cooper Rush was phenomenal in his time playing for the Dallas Cowboys. She did that with a backup quarterback. I mean, there's a lot of positives to take from it. Why would Mike McCarthy air out a former offensive coordinator in the fashion he did this week? Because he wants you to know that the reason the Cowboys haven't done what they've needed to do, which is go back to a conference championship game or a Super Bowl, is not on Mike McCarthy. That's on Kellen Moore. That's what that was all about. Otherwise, what's the point? He left. You're calling plays. If it's so much fun and you're so happy, what do you care what happened with Kellen Moore? Why is that even a topic of conversation? This is it for the Dallas Cowboys. There is no more after this. So you've got Mike McCarthy sitting there talking about play calling and how much fun he is, knowing that his replacement is still on the staff. And that's Dan Quinn. Everybody thought Sean Payton was the guy. That Sean Payton and his time in Dallas and his relationship with Jerry Jones and he's an offensive guy and he's had success and he's won a Super Bowl and Jerry Jones paid a heavy price to keep him the last time that that he was with Dallas because the Raiders wanted to hire Sean Payton and Jerry Jones made him the highest paid coordinator in the NFL at the time. Everybody just tied it all together and said, Sean Payton to the Cowboys makes sense. And now Sean Payton's in Denver. So why would Dan Quinn turn down multiple opportunities to be a head coach. Dan Quinn could have been a head coach last offseason, and he could have been a head coach this offseason. He interviewed for jobs. He had multiple interviews with teams. They brought him back twice in some cases. Why would he decide to go back to Dallas for another run? Because there's probably the feeling that if things go sideways, Dan Quinn's going to take over that gig. And I think Mike McCarthy knows it. And he has no choice but to know it because Jerry Jones won't stop talking about how much he loves Dan Quinn. And when Jerry Jones, we discussed this before the season last year, when Jerry Jones gets frustrated with the media talking about, oh my, I mean, I don't know why this is even a discussion. What are we talking about Mike McCarthy's job status for? Dude, you make it a discussion. That's the, that's the oldest trick in the cowboy book. 
That's why they do multiple interviews a week on local radio in Dallas. It's what Jerry Jones does. If he's not talking about how great his roster is and how much he's got a coordinator who should be a head coach, he's talking about glory holes and he's speaking in Spanish and he's got all sorts of other stuff going on. It's strange. I'm not making this up. Jerry Jones is on record talking about stuff like that. He's made multiple appearances on this show talking about weird stuff like that, that damn Jerry Jones. I'm telling you, our system is riddled with Jerry Jones saying things that are a little bit awkward. All over the place, we got Jerry Jones sound drops. Settle down just a little bit. Jesus. I want me some glory. See? I guess I'm talking about butt dialing. Yep. The Dallas Cowboys. All over. Those Los aren't made Angeles. up. <laughs> None of that is made up. So this is par for the course when it comes to the Dallas Cowboys. So if you found it a little bit odd that Mike McCarthy took such an aggressive approach when talking about his former offensive coordinator and talking about how much fun he's having and how it's going to be better for Dak Prescott and all that, if you found that a little bit bizarre, don't find it bizarre at all. That's what happens when you've got an owner like Jerry Jones who's hinted at your replacement and kept him around multiple years in a row, and you know this is it. And for good reason. Look around the NFC. If Aaron Rodgers goes into hibernation for another four-day weekend in some gopher hole in Oregon and pops out and decides, you know what? I just saw my shadow. I'd like to come play for another six months, but I want to go do it somewhere else, not in the NFC. Look around the NFC right now. Who, who's a threat? Philadelphia is going to lose a ton of players. And Dallas matches up well with them. Do you expect the Giants to do what they did last year? Washington? We don't know what the hell's going on. If Rodgers leaves Green Bay... What the hell's the NFC North? I don't think I, I like Kirk Cousins, but I don't think he strikes fear in anybody. Detroit's a fun team, but I, I wouldn't look at them as being the heir apparent to the throne of the NFC champions to try and go make a run at, at Philadelphia's title. The NFC South is a disaster. The NFC West is up and down. Arizona's projected to be the worst team in the NFL. Matt Stafford can't stay healthy. The Niners have a quarterback issue. And Seattle's got Geno Smith. If you're the Dallas Cowboys, excuses are out. It's over. This is it. That's why Mike McCarthy sounds like he's feeling the heat, because he is. And if he doesn't get it done this year, he knows there's a very strong chance he's out of a job and Dan Quinn's going to take over the reins. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Get me on Twitter, at the Jonas Knox, at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. All right, so coming up next. There was a situation that took place in the NFL last year that upon further review makes no sense whatsoever. I'll tell you what that is right here on FSR, but for all the latest from around the world of sports, ladies and gentlemen, I want you to roll out the red carpets in your ears. Some of us cowboys. I want you, whether you're Jerry Jones in the middle of a bar or a cantina in Tijuana, or you're Mike McCarthy and you're at the Combine in Indianapolis, I don't care who you are. I want you to look around, open up those ears, and welcome in. The Gustavo Curtain of Sports Talk Radio. I, I, 
Brian Finley. Look at you, Jonas. And by the way, you Who? brought up... T- yeah, I know. You brought up Tijuana. I remember the last time I was there, I got pulled over for no reason. Yeah. Probably wasn't the only person that that happened to. Yeah, I can't, can't imagine why that would happen. <laughs> by the way, did I pronounce that correctly? Is it Gustavo Curry? I don't think you did. Okay. Yeah, I, I, but you, you made a valiant attempt. What, how, what's the proper pronunciation of well, that name? First of all, I don't even I don't even think I've heard of that name. That's nothing recent. What that, do you mean? You, he was, he's a br- Brazilian former number one tennis player of the world. What year? He won the French Open singles title three times. He was the Tennis Masters Cup champion in 2000. He won 20 singles and eight doubles titles. You didn't know that? Wow. Wow, man. You, you got, I mean, that's, you're absolutely correct. I'm looking at him. Can and we, is that the, can, I, I'm almost positive that's a proper pronunciation. Gustavo Cuerten. Cuerten? Cuerten. All right, can I redo that? We'll yeah, fix yeah, it yeah. on the podcast. All right, three, two. <laughs> I present to you. The Gustavo Querton of Sports Radio, Brian Finley. Thank you, Jonas. Yeah, you got it, Finley. I, I might say Gustavo Querton. Yeah. But. I didn't know he was Italian, but that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> you, you've got to work it at a Buca de Beppo. That's nice of you. <laughs> yeah. you. guys won three French Open titles, and you've disgraced him and said he's basically a waiter at <laughs> Buca de Beppo. Maybe it's Michelli's right up the road from here in North Hollywood. You ever been there, by the way? They got singing waiters. No, that's high class stuff, Jonas. That you do. Mm. I'm more a man of the people. I don't do any of that kind of stuff. It's not really high class. Really? No, it's Mm. not. I I have a I have a strict rule, and I'm not saying this about Michelli's, but I'll I'll just point out some other places. If you need a waiter to sing, or you need to have like a a mariachi band come to the table while they're making you guacamole, (laughs) you boys like Mexico. I'm like what? By the way, that's one of the in-laws. Uh, if, if all of that is happening on a Wednesday night, that's probably an indicator that the food there sucks. All right? Because you don't need all the pomp and circumstance if you've got quality food. I'm not saying that about Michelli's, right? It's a fine establishment. All right? But it's not the high-dollar place that you're thinking of. Let me ask you this, Jonas. When you were working as a busboy at TJI Fridays, how many times would you have to sing somebody happy birthday for one of the customers that wanted to have their birthday celebrated there? Oh, God. It was uh, a lot of the times people... People are lying. They don't. It's not really their birthday. They just want a free dessert because they think like getting that free dessert is like the, the the creme de la creme of of everything that could happen at a at a restaurant experience. Not realizing that that free dessert is just like, I mean, it, it's basically a hostess snack with a cherry on top. It's not really that great. But you go out there and you sing happy happy birthday. Like I think I probably know some of the songs as well too. But yeah, it would be at least a couple times a night. For sure. You also, congrats, I heard that when you were there, you got a promotion to when you were working at TGI Fridays, you were wearing the pouch, sort of the fanny pack, and there were the the kid toy balloons that you would blow up for the kids. You'd go around the TGI Fridays and the kids would say, hey, I want want you to blow up a dog for me, and I want you to do that. You you had all those little balloons. No, definitely not. Uh, It's coming out of your pouch. Yeah, there's no fanny pack for me. Like, what, what do you think this is? What do you think? I, I'm I'm on rollerblades at some beach bar. There's no fanny pack. Like, you, you wear an apron, you put napkins and a squirt bottle in, and you wear flare, which are suspenders with, like, different buttons on them. But I was real rebellious. Let's go live to our I Wear Flare Insider Iowa Sam for the latest, Sam. Well, you said flair. It made me think of office space where... That's what have, it is. Yeah, like they have the fake yeah, kind of yeah. Applebee's, TJ Fridays. That's, it's that's like, what it's it's a play on. You have to have a certain number. You don't of have people. enough. 
pieces of flair. I, sw- I swear to God, that was in the instruction man. You had to yeah. have 14 pieces Pins. of flair. Yeah. So you had to have seven on each side. Guess what I, I did? Yeah. Less than 14. Ooh. I'm a rebel. That's what Ooh, I did. bender. Yep. I have a huge pin collection, so I would have no problem working at one of those chain restaurants. Next and a positive debater. Next on the least surprising development on the show, Iowa Sam's got a huge pin collection. I should bring it in some time. It'll no, you should. Floor you. You absolutely should, actually. <laughs> I should give have, them. Why do you have so many pins? Why do I have like eight collections of different tchotchkes? I mean, I don't know. I just I collect things. What are you a hoarder? I live in a hobbit hole and I hoard. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, Triple H. Yep. Hobbit hole hoarder. Yeah, that is. That is true. It was pretty cool, Jonas, because when you're working at Fridays, you also got the, the the referee shirt that you'd wear around. That was part of your costume when you were working there. I think that's Foot Locker or Buffalo Wild Wings has that. I don't think oh. I had the referee shirt. Yeah. How how often would you spit in somebody's food? Never. never. Oh, you that's didn't so that. disrespectful. Okay. No, I never did that ever. Never, never I think did. some restaurant does have sort of a shirt that looks it's like black and white stripes. Yeah, I think it was like a Buffalo well, Wild Wings or Foot, Foot Locker, Locker does. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But hmm, yeah. I have to think about that. I thought you worked at Foot Locker. You you strike me as somebody that does. No, no, definitely not. Okay. Definitely not a Foot Locker. Gotcha. Well, you usually don't wear shoes at all yes. anywhere. Hey, so. Finley, Finley, when's your stand-up special? I got to know. <laughs> you are killing really it today. Oh, well, thank you. I might have to join Rob Parker and maybe open up for him whenever he has his opening act and goes <laughs> back to stand-up. <laughs> Did I do that? Never mind the fact that John Morant just got suspended two games because he was showing off his hand cannon on Insta Chat Live. Finley's talking about me having a foot fetish. You're a real class act. I had a glizzy in my mouth. Oh, Oh, gosh. The question is, how do I make that seamless transition into a hard news story? That's going to be interesting. I don't think we're on the air, are we? No. Okay, okay, all right. Well, we'll clean this up. It won't be for much longer after this. (laughs) We'll clean this up on the podcast. But, yeah, Memphis Grizzlies, they are keeping John Morant away from the team for at least the next two games. And as Jonas mentioned, this comes after Morant went on Instagram Live early this morning from a nightclub wielding a gun. He was also topless and singing along with rap songs. His teammate, Brandon Clark, is not coming back this season. That's because of a left Achilles tear. And I sound like somebody out of an infomercial, but wait, there's more. More news involving the Grizzlies. Dylan Brooks, who Jonas mentioned earlier on in the program, is going to be suspended one game with no compensation for getting his 16th technical foul this season. From now on, for every two more technical fouls he receives, another one-game suspension comes with no pay. So that is what's coming for the Grizzlies. A lot of news and nothing a whole lot positive on that front. At the NFL Combine, as Jonas was referencing as well, Florida quarterback Anthony Richardson. I think, Jonas, you said he was the next Jamarcus Russell. But by, by the way, his vertical leap set a record for quarterbacks 40.5 inches. This was just recorded today in Indianapolis. Richardson, one of the, the highly touted QBs entering the draft. And lastly, one score out of college basketball where number two Alabama coming up short, 67 to 61 on the road against number 24 Texas A&M as Wade Taylor, the fourth, took a blowtorch to Nate Oates and that defense 67 to 61. What a way to wrap up the regular season for Bama as they take their fifth L of the season to the forehead. Back to a guy who has many tattoos and is wearing cleats while doing the broadcast here at the Fox Sports Radio Studios, Jonas Knox. Thank you, Brian. Jonas Knox here on FSR.
By the way, we are going to have another edition of The Scraps coming up in about 10 minutes from now from the TireRack.com studios. Things in the world of sports we have not had a chance to get to. We will speak the truth on those. Uh, That'll be happening here again uh, 10 minutes from now here on FSR. So, Jeff Howe of The Athletic says that Odell Beckham Jr. didn't sign with anybody last season because he wanted to fully recover from ACL surgery. Huh. So then what the hell was that free agent tour he went on last year? Remember the one where he turned into the tool of the century on the airplane? He got kicked off. He was in Miami or someplace like that. And they didn't know whether or not he was on drugs or whether or not he was hungover or whether or not he had taken something. And then he got he threw, threw a fit and then everybody had to wait. You know, God forbid somebody's got a connector flight they need to catch. But don't worry, Odell Beckham Jr. has got to play the victim as he's getting kicked off the plane because he's not cooperating for putting his seatbelt on or whatever it is. What do you call all the visits he took? He went to Buffalo. It was the Giants. The Cowboys were rumored. All of that. Remember the Rams? Remember remember that big thing where Odell Beckham Jr. was watching the first game of the year, the Bills and Rams, and he said, well, whoever wins this game, that's who I'll sign with. And remember Sean McVay and the Rams kept a jersey open, his jersey up in his locker? Well, we're keeping a locker open for Odell Beckham Jr. And now it comes out. He didn't plan on signing with anybody anyways because he wanted to fully recover from ACL surgery. So what the hell was last year? Did he need attention that bad that he just wanted to keep his name in the mix? Not really not really planning on coming back, but he just wanted to be talked about a bunch. What the hell is that? That's why when the initial report came out, about Odell Beckham Jr. later in the season, everyone's like, ooh, OBJ, which team could he help? Could, be, could he be the difference maker in getting one team over the hump in the Super Bowl and one team not? Could he? I remember asking, like, is he healthy? Like, I mean, he suffered the injury in February. Everyone's talking like seven, eight months later, like, oh, man, Odell Beckham right around the corner. I remember saying on the show, like, hold on a second. Is he even ready to go? Why is this even a topic of conversation? And now you find out after the season's over, he didn't plan on signing with anybody anyways because he wanted to fully recover from ACL surgery. So what the F was that? Like, now that you look back on it, what a waste of time. Middle of the season, and people are spending time talking about whether or not Odell Beckham's going to come back and play. And as it turns out, it was never going to happen anyways. (laughs) What are we doing? Like, what, what's the point? It's, it's like your, your buddy telling you, like, hey, man, when I win the lotto, I've already got the designs laid out for what your house is going to look like. Oh, that's sweet. Did you win the lotto yet? No, I don't even play. Huh. Well, what a waste of time. <laughs> like, it's cool you put together these designs for when you win the lotto, but you don't even play. So what a waste of time. That whole Odell Beckham story, free agent tour, crap bag that we were served last season, late in the year, was a giant waste of time, and this is the proof. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Get me on Twitter, at the Jonas Knox. Coming up next here from the Tyrac.com studios, it is the scraps, things in the world of sports we have not had a chance to get to and beyond as we put a bow on this, on this Saturday for you. That's next here, FSR. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the south side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shy to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. Is this fuel? <laughs> Oh, man, I remember this song. It was like 20 years old, right, Sam? Yeah. Fuel had some good songs. Not bad. It's better than some of the other crap you've played on this show. What was that bad song you played from After Seven Dust or whatever they're called? Was it Avenged Sevenfold? Yeah. Yeah. That song sucked. Uh, all right, uh, Jonas Knox here on FSR. You can listen to this show, as always, on the iHeartRadio app. By the way, if you missed any of this show, you can check out the podcast at foxsportsradio.com. It'll be posted up shortly after we go off the air. And coming up here in a little over 10 minutes from now from the TireRack.com studio, stick around because it's Steve Hartman. And Bucky! Bucky Brooks and Steve Hartman coming up in a little over 10 minutes from now. But right now, it is time to put a bow on this bad boy with something we do every single week, and it's called this. Jonas. You moron. How could you not get to these stories? You moron. These are the scraps. And for that, we turn it over to our executive producer, a man who violently ripped Ryan Bershinger out of his chair. And said, go bitch about the vending machine somewhere else. 
Ugh. punk ass. Yeah. Threw him through the window and said, get your ass back to Canoga Park. Do you know how many text messages I got about that vending machine this week? Uh, it's obscene. All right. First of all, why are they raising the prices on the damn vending yeah, machine? Yeah, I mean, I'd like to know that, too. I mean, the, the gas prices aren't enough. Now yeah. the vending machine hoarders have to come in here. It, and- you know, it's like Moneyball when uh, when David Justice tries to buy a, a Pepsi or tries to get a Pepsi out of the vending machine. And he's like, you got to pay for that with the Oakland days. So. It's so dumb. Yeah. Come that. on, man. This yeah. is ridiculous. You better not tell Rob Parker. <laughs> he'll have that thing removed from the building. <laughs> yeah, he'll just put a Rob Parker-owned vending machine yeah, in there. Yeah. Rob, Rob complains about the price of food items in the area, yet he'll put a uh, a patched on odd couple shirt or sweater up in the break room, like what Sam's for wearing seventy dollars, right <laughs> and say happy holidays. That's right. Um, Bo Benson, what do we got? All right, uh, Texas running back Bijan Robinson says that his versatility as a player and his willingness to do things like line up outside as a wide receiver makes him worth drafting with a high pick in this year's NFL draft. Listen, he is supposed to be the top guy at the position. There's a lot of people who look at that and say, where is he going to go? Like, what team uh, makes the most sense? You can actually bet on this because it's one of the more interesting players in the draft because you you draft him and he's right away a playmaker and a difference maker. And the team that's favored to draft him right now on DraftKings is Philadelphia sitting at plus 300. I would love to see him in Buffalo. Buffalo's also on the list. If the Bills can grab him, to me, you got to figure out a way to have somebody other than Josh Allen run the football. He can't hold up physically and can't last if he's going to continue to be your leading rusher seemingly every single week. He's going to take a beating. You've seen him You've seen him uh, get up slowly at times later in the year. You saw him deal with that arm injury. Now, the arm injury suffered uh, on, on a hit in the pocket, but... Physically, from a physical standpoint, when it comes to Josh Allen, I'd rather see the guy have some help in the backfield. And if Bijan Robinson ends up with the Bills and you can bet on it at plus 550 right now, 100 wins you 550 in return, to me, that's a home run pick. What else we got? Uh, Alabama's Brandon Miller is actually not among the finalists for the uh, Wooden Award given to the nation's best college hoops player. Uh, I think for obvious reasons as to why he's not on there. Yeah, well... (laughs) I don't know, man. Like <laughs> he probably should be, but I, I can see why they wouldn't put him there. But it's it's weird. It, it, it the whole situation is awkward, and it like I don't if his involvement was what he says it was, and they didn't charge him with anything because there's nothing to charge him with. I personally don't have a problem with him still playing now. Them still doing the, if they want to call it the UFC octagon pat down afterwards, after all that stuff played out, that's just a clear blind spot that you are just simply not thinking, you know, this is kind of a bad look, kind of a bad look if we go in this direction, but I can see why somebody would look at this and say, we don't want him representing the sport at the highest level for the highest award with all this stuff in the background. Although there's been NBA scouts from teams picking in the lottery that have said none of this is going to impact his draft stock. They love him as a player. They love the way he responded on the floor to what happened, especially that game against South Carolina. So still seems like it's not going to hurt him in that department. And he's going to go really high in the draft this upcoming season. 
All right, last one here. Uh, the San Diego Padres this offseason spent uh, like a billion dollars. Yeah. But that did not stop them from being no hit by the Cubs on Friday night. The first uh, spring training no hitter since 2017. And I, uh, I was, do you have any thoughts on that Yo, one? Oh, yeah. I mean, listen, uh, congratulations to the Chicago Cubs. Uh, it was a huge win for them and a huge no hitter. <laughs> now I'm just wondering where their other 50 wins this season are coming from because that's about all they're going to get. Uh, that is, a, listen, we can be excited all we want. You know my favorite part, though? I, I, didn't, I didn't get a chance to talk about this last week. This is tremendous. Cubs fans, those fanboy geeks who listen to this crummy-ass song after they win games at Wrigley Field were crying because Wilson Contreras, their former catcher, said that the Cardinals were a better organization. How could he? What do you mean? How can he tell the truth? God forbid he tell the truth. You're just now coming coming to terms with the fact that the Cardinals are a better organization. Why do you think they win every year and the Cubs take 108 to win and then sell everybody off at a trade deadline a couple of weeks later? Those are the facts. Jonas, son of a bitch. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.